What's up, everybody? How you all doing out there? It's 7.33 a.m. for me. Saturday. Saturday. It's the weekend, guys. Guys, it's the weekend. Time to have fun. Time to... Time to... Wait, nobody's been doing anything anyway. Weekend doesn't really make much of a difference during the... Quarantine. Quarantine. Alright, so Saturday, March 28th. I already said the time. Beautiful day outside. Beautiful day. As per usual. Here in sunny Los Angeles. I never I never know if I wanted to say Los Angeles or San Fernando Valley. Because I didn't really know what the San Fernando Valley was or where it was. So I always just heard Adam Carolla talk about it. But I had no idea where it was. And it's northwest of... It's pretty much north of Hollywood. If you, Because I never looked at a map. I, you ever just not look at a map of the place where you're moving? I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much what I did. And I just had no idea. I, I didn't know where I wanted to live. But I had, I had some ideas. Mostly just based on a decade plus of listening to Adam Carolla. Because he's from, he's from the other side of the valley. I'm on the west side of the valley. He's from the east side. East side. Alright, it's a beautiful day. Lots of stuff to get to. Coming at you again. Another podcast. Another day. Another podcast. That's the new norm. Oh man. Got a big cup of coffee. Got my Seattle cup. I think my brother gave this. It was either my brother or my mom. Who gave this to me for Christmas. It's a giant... It's one of those big 26 ounce, it's like a big iced coffee cup, and has a picture of Seattle. Speaking of maps, it kind of has a, what do you call those? What is that, like a picture map? There's probably some special word for that. It's a map with a bunch of clip art on it. So, remember clip art? Back in the day, ooh, that was fun. Oh, another thing from back in the day. This was just totally random, but yesterday, I was. This is something that I was like, I gotta mention this on the podcast. Remember honey cough syrup? That was honey flavored cough syrup was so disgusting. That was <laughs> that's like all I really had, but. And then, oh, what was the other cherry? Cherry was gross, too. Yeah. But I, I don't like... Honey is really gross. I just don't like honey in general, though. I don't understand people who just eat honey straight up. It's just pure sugar. And it doesn't even taste good. Like, if you're going to eat pure sugar... I would go with Nutella 
or that marshmallow fluff. That stuff. So, I never eat that stuff, but just remember it being real good. Marshmallow fluff. All right, so honey, honey cough syrup's gross. Want to give a negative shout out to that. Um, yeah, I'm doing the podcast every day now. It's totally different. It just, it feels like a different show. It's like a different podcast when you know you're going to do it every single day. That's my goal. So I just want to keep doing it every single day. No matter how long the episodes are. Like, it could just be a five-minute episode, but, I mean, this one's going to be longer, because it's morning, I'm not doing anything, what am I doing, I'm staying at home, I'm staying at home, I'm following the rules, I'm saving America, <laughs> are you, are you staying at home, are you doing your part, yeah, it's, this is the easiest, it's the easiest pandemic, do you ever think about that, <laughs> it's like, like, imagine a movie, but then the whole movie is all you have to do is just stay home. That's they're telling us to not do anything. It's so easy. <laughs> it's like even if you wanted to go to the gym, you can't go to the gym. You can't go to the gym. You're not even supposed to. Like I got a text message last night from it was from some sort of emergency line connected to the state of California and they said stay there's a stay at home order unless you're getting unless it's like an emergency situation or you're getting food those are like those are the two exceptions or i i guess if you're going to work but i don't i don't know if they said that in the text message that's just sort of implied if you're going to one of those essential places of business, like my mom said that the chiropractor is an essential place of business because she's still going because she said her back is hurting right now. That's, yeah, that's one thing that I'm I'm thankful for is that throughout my life, knock on wood, till this point, I haven't had... I've had like barely any back pain or issues, which a lot of tall people do. And I'm six foot three. I'm tall. I would consider that on the tall side. Definitely taller than average. Short for an NBA player. All right. So yeah, I shared my, or the, that Sklar Brothers, their virus show on YouTube with my mom. I texted that to my mom. What if Siri just did? I've never used Siri. Oh man, sorry if I just activated it. I, I never say that word because I never used it on my phone. I think it's turned off. So I don't even really know how to use it or whatever. Maybe we'll just make this one a little baby one. Or I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it's always... I like just looking at the time during the middle of the episode. And then while I'm talking, I wonder if you guys can notice, but I'll be thinking about, I wonder if you can notice when I'm thinking about other stuff while I'm talking. Because that's, that's like the biggest, that's the biggest trip is 
and I don't even really realize what I'm saying because I'm, God, you got to concentrate on one thing. It's important to, I think multitasking is bad. People multitask a lot now. I mean, it's obvious with, obviously with driving, you have to not multitask. You have to just drive. But even with things like, what else? Even like doing a podcast. Like those last week when I was watching a movie during the episodes, that was distracting me so much. It's much easier just to to not be watching a movie when you're doing a podcast. Or if you're listening to something while you're watching sports or or anything. List I can't I'm not a good listener to music while reading. I guess I could do I might be able to do music, especially if it didn't have any words, then I could do it for sure. But I would never listen to a podcast while reading. That would be so distracting. Speaking of reading, let's just, this is something I was saving. I'm going to read a little bit of this. It's Spark Joy at Work. This is uh, Marie Kondo. Our old friend Marie Kondo has a new book coming out. It's called Joy at Work with Scott Sonnenschein. So, yeah, I just finished her book, Spark Joy. And then what's her first one? The Magic. It's called The Magic of Tidying Up. I think that's what it's called. But she's really good. So let's just read a little bit of this. Uh, a quick glance at your calendar leaves you dreading the week ahead. Your schedule is packed. Endless emails, a long to-do list, and piles of papers on your desk await you. You question whether the project you're working on will have any real impact at all. This is kind of funny because... Oh yeah, and this is from the Costco... Costco Connection. A global challenge. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges is the cover story. Here, do you guys want to hear my Jeff Bridges impression? Hey, hey guys, what's up? What's up, dude? What's up, guys? <laughs> I feel like that's all right. I looked at the I looked at the the time. What do you call that? The I know there's a special name for it. The the minute mark, the minute marker, the time marker. What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, man. Hey, dude. (laughs) I think that's pretty good. Hey, guys. You want to play some basketball? Play some pickup. Uh, What's up, man? Whoa. whoa. (laughs) That's my Jeff Bridges. All right. This is a good magazine, though. This is the only magazine that I get in the mail. And you don't even... This just comes with the Costco membership. You don't even have to... I mean, I guess I already paid for it. It's a part of the membership. All right. And then there's a little quote at the top that says, We can only truly spark joy in our life, in our work life, when we have put every aspect of it in order. Marie Kondo. All right, here we go. Let's read a little bit more. Sound familiar? You're not alone. It's common for work to feel messy. 
when we're overloaded with too much stuff, too many things to do, and too many distractions, like I was just talking about, it's difficult to bring our best self to our job. We feel little control over our days, which are filled with obligations that don't bring us any closer to the work life we want. Don't let clutter in your workspace, digital life, or daily schedule take the joy out of your job. Use tidying to create an office space, a digital world, and a work day that spark joy. That's kind of her main saying, is always spark joy. I mean, that's what her last book was called. She's all about that joy. I wonder, yeah, I don't really know how she <clears throat> defines joy. I think she just means, so she means when you pick up an item, does your does your heart skip a beat? Does it flutter? Do you feel a flutter inside? <laughs> Do you feel a flutter of emotions? I like that word. Um, here's what Marie Kondo and I recommend in our new book, Joy at Work. Start with your workspace, going by category by category. Books, paperwork, and miscellaneous items such as office supplies and electronics. Keep only items that spark joy and discard everything else. Clean up emails in your inbox, apps on your smartphone, and files on your computer. Freeing yourself from constant notifications and the frustration of never finding what you need. Arrange your calendar to make room for work that truly matters. Learn how to politely say no so you've got freedom to say yes to what's important. God, I think that's so that's so underrated. And that's something that should be taught somehow. Someone should be teaching that in school or, I mean, parents definitely teach it. But it's all about the power of saying no. The power of saying no. Because, yeah, you don't have to do anything. Just, that's like a good baseline (laughs) in life. You don't have to do anything. The only thing you really have to do is... I mean, I think money is critical just because shelter is good. Unless you want to live in your car or something. That's dangerous, though. You don't want to live in your car. It's super dangerous. So, yeah. So, you don't have to do anything. But you kind of have to make money because you want shelter and food. So, it sounds... Because I used to always break it down to the bare bones when I was a kid. Because you know how kids are like, I like I don't have to do anything. That's something I would always, I don't know. Because I take stuff, sometimes I take stuff literally, sometimes. So I would, I would say, I, I literally, you literally don't have to do anything that you don't want to. You are the complete, you are in complete control of everything in your life but then but then I never really thought about it like sometimes you have to do things you don't want to to earn money or like to if it's if it's your job like if you don't want to do your job but you you got to do that to make a living you know and that's what comes with age you become wiser and more mature you know <laughs> all right let's see but yeah I think Saying no is so crucial. And it just, it gives you power over your life. And 
But that's something that you struggle with growing up. I remember, excuse me, I remember having lots of, I need to get some more coffee. Coffee. I usually don't drink water. Water in the morning. Usually it's just coffee in the morning. No water. Water. Um, but yeah. So I, I remember growing up, like in junior high and high school, I would always just go along with stuff. Pretty much. Like never really taking control and saying no. I mean, sometimes. Sometimes I'd be lazy and stay at home. But I think it's it's good to say no. Or say no and suggest something else. Perhaps. But that makes me think of Yes Man. I don't think I've ever seen that whole movie. The That Jim Carrey flick. Yes Man. And it's all about that. It's all about... Because he just... I think the basis of the movie is he says yes to everything. <laughs> that's just, that's the whole plot. It's it's a good plot. Um, it's good. I, I've seen bits and pieces on TBS and whatnot. I was thinking about Click last, I can't remember what I was thinking about the movie Click last night. Like, ah, maybe I was thinking that I had like some, I should have, that's where you got to write down. You got to write stuff down when, if you ever come up with good ideas, or if you think it's a good idea, it's the, the power of jotting. (laughs) You hear people talk about jogging, but you never hear people talk about jotting. You got to jot that stuff down. You don't jot up. You don't jot up. You jot down. (laughs) <laughs> that's my Seinfeld for the day I should do every episode I should try to squeeze in some random Seinfeld just organically though it can't be forced you never jot up what's jotting up <laughs> uh, okay I was trying to <laughs> I was just like quickly brazed could you guys hear me thinking there I was like uh, what else would ah uh... You're, you're, you jot things down and your ideas go up into the ether. <laughs> if you don't jot it down, your ideas go up. There we go. That's where, that's where the... <laughs> you gotta jot down or your ideas will go up. <laughs> up, up and away. Away. <laughs> that's how science... This is my Seinfeld doing a Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Up, up, and away. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, That's my favorite impression that people do. Oh, my gosh. I love a good Seinfeld impression. But, oh... Pete Holmes does such a funny Seinfeld impression because his, I was trying to think, what's the other, what's the other really underrated? Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum impressions are so funny. Uh, Kyle Dunnigan 
does a funny Jeff Goldblum impression. And it's so hard. I'm trying to think of... It's very hard. He's like, he talks like... He's like, yes, yes. And he, and he talks very fast. And I have no... I can't even do it, really. I can't even do it. It's... You guys... That's something I recommend. I recommend... I'm sure it's probably on his Instagram. But I've just heard him do it. I've heard him do it on the Adam Carolla show. But he probably has it on his IG. Kyle Dunnigan. He's a great impressionist. But he does a... F- hilarious he just he does the only Jeff Goldblum I can think of I don't know anyone else who does a great Jeff Goldblum but also Pete Holmes Pete Holmes is a funny because his Seinfeld he doesn't do the yelling he doesn't yell as Seinfeld he does a a calm (laughs) he does he does Seinfeld like he's giving a like he's in the huddle, like he's like he's the quarterback and he's telling his team to play. And it's so funny. Cause cause it's tough. Cause it's more nuanced and more Yeah. Cause cause when I do Seinfeld, I just get so excited and I just lose I just lose it. I think that's what everyone does though, because that's what you think of when you think of Seinfeld. You think of the the yelling and the high-pitched, funny voice. All right. <laughs> that's a that's a little... I'm, not, I'm actually not really a big impression person. Like, I don't... I mean, I don't do them, obviously. I'm not... I've never been a good... A great act... Like, person at doing accents or impressions. That's something that always really impresses me. But I think... Just like I think it's related to me not having a musical ear because I've never really been much of a musician. Like, I don't, I mean, I've never tried to sing or I've never taken choir or singing lessons. And so I guess you never know. <laughs> Maybe I, I never tried out for American Idol. <clears throat> what if you tried out for American Idol doing your Seinfeld impression? How does Seinfeld sing? <laughs> he's like what's a good song for Seinfeld to sing he said he said son will you sing me the piano man <laughs> piano man <laughs> uh, he said I got that song stuck in my head ever since cause I watched a few episodes of Glee they were the last few of season one and I didn't even remember NPH. You guys know what I mean by NPH? Neil Patty Harris. <laughs> Neil Patty. <laughs> Patty Harris. And NP Harris. Yeah, he was on Glee. He was so funny. Because he, <laughs> he did this one thing. This one thing that made me laugh for 10 minutes. Where, cause he, so, all right, here, <laughs> I'm just laughing, just thinking about it. Cause he quit show tunes. It's just funny. The idea of someone, he retired from show tunes. He gave up on show tunes. So he's sitting in the bar with professor Shu, 
and Professor Shu starts singing Piano Man. And then <laughs> and then NPH is he's sipping his beer and because he, he doesn't want to sing because he quit show tunes. So he's he's arguing. He's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And Professor Shu just keeps trying to convince him to do it. And then <laughs> he pretends like he's he's going to take a sip of his beer. And then he's like shaking his head. And then he just belts out. He just belts out. Son, will you play the piano, man? Is that the worst? I love that's a great part of that song. She said, son, will you play the piano, man? That's like the only words I know. <laughs> it's not like it once was before. What? Is that Billy Joel? Is that Billy Joel? Is Billy Joel and is he also a New Jersey guy? Because how come he doesn't? That's so funny that his Bruce Springsteen. How come, how come Bruce Springsteen always talks about being from New Jersey? I'm pretty sure Billy Joel is from New Jersey too. But you don't hear him blabbing about it. That's just his, that's Bruce's identity though. He's all New Jersey for some reason. No, that's kind of weird. Like, wouldn't it, don't you think, wouldn't it be weird if I made, if I made Seattle my whole identity? You know? <laughs> what? Like, that's not even, you guys would, everyone would think I was just being ridiculous. No one would take me seriously. How come it works for New Jersey? How come he can do it for New Jersey? But if I, if I just, if all I talked about was throwing fish, like tossing fish to people and in the space needle, well, if I just kept talking about the space needle, I just carry a space needle replica with me on my keychain. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Actually, I wouldn't mind getting that. That's a nice little business idea. Little space needles for your keychain. Ooh. Ooh. Because <laughs> that just reminds me of my brother's friend. Oh, man, this thing's almost over already. My brother's friend. We got finished reading this. Spark joy at work. My brother's friend. <laughs> I just keep saying my brother's friend. My brother's friend. Um, he made this whole t-shirt brand. And it was base, it, it, the Space Needle. It was the Space Needle. And then it had roots that went into the earth. And I think that that's what the point of the t-shirt brand. I can't remember. I would give it a shout out. But I can't remember what the name of the brand is. Excuse me. I, I wonder if you heard that burp. Oh, man. I got the coffee. Coffee gives, God, coffee gives me the burps. Hey, man, I get them coffee burps. Man, I get them coffee burps, and you know my day is getting started, man. <laughs> um, I don't know why that's funny. Uh, what's the name of his company? I'm sure you could just Google T-shirt space space needle roots R O O T S, like the roots, like the band on the Jimmy Fallon show. T-shirt. And yeah, everyone used to wear them. 
and he, I think he made that in high school or something. Maybe when he was 19. It's crazy to think about that. That kid, that kid was motivated and organized, you know? Because it's, it's one thing to have an idea to make a t-shirt brand, but then it's another thing to have the follow-through and the wherewithal and the resources and the connections. Like, you got to know people. You got to know who's going to give you the, the best hookup for prints. Because you can't just make them at the mall. <laughs> Remember at the mall, they used to have... I wonder if they still do. They, they used to have those... The t-shirt. You could just make your own t-shirt just right in the middle of the mall. I never did that, though. I don't think anybody goes... Well, I mean, especially now, obviously, because of the... Because of that virus. 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 Viral. I like when people say... Viro. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. My favorite thing is when someone when someone gets really excited and they go, Viro. This video is going to go viral. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so funny. I just love it. I just love it. I think the southern accent's my favorite. Like, I wouldn't mind having a... Could, could you guys imagine this podcast? It'd be a totally different podcast if I had a southern accent. Man, I talk, I talk like this. Man, I, I, I come on every podcast and I talk like this. What, how, how's y'all doing? How's y'all doing this, this Saturday morning? <laughs> what what state is that? Is that? That's actually a pretty good southern accent I was just doing right there. Hey, man. Hey, man. Man. What if I just did a rest of the podcast like this, man? Man. My favorite band is Kings of Leon. I love them, Kings of Leon. I think this is kind of a Tennessee accent. This is kind of a NASCAR. This is like a NASCAR accent. Sounds like a, it sounds like I got a, like I got a dip. I got a dip in my mouth right now. I got a big old Copenhagen right there. And you gotta start talking like a little fast sometimes. And then you got a little bit of a lisp, a lisp sometimes. <laughs> Cause, oh my God. Cause may oh you know what made me think about that the southern thing is cause, is cause I watched so much Theo, I love Theo Vaughn. I I don't I don't want to say I love him. That's <laughs> it's always weird. I always go too far when <laughs> when whenever cause I don't love these people like you don't love a celebrity you know, like I love my family. <laughs> I love I love like my family and friends, but I've never met you've never met celebrities. I mean maybe you have met them once. Maybe you got a picture with them. But you just don't know them, you know? So and that's the that's the trick. I think that's the trick of of modern day celebrity is is that people think that they know them. like People think that they know Joe Rogan, and I know I talk about him every episode, but they think they know Joe or Bert or Tom or Theo or any of these guys. Anyone, Nikki Glaser, Whitney Cummings, I had to name some, Tiffany Haddish. I'm a big Tiffany Haddish fan. I was a, I'm a, I'm a Tiffany Haddish hipster because I was a fan of Tiffany Haddish back Back when she was 
even like before Girls Trip, because remember Girls Trip? That was her big breakout. And I think that was. I went to that movie with my mom. I made a little girls trip with my mom, with my mom. <laughs> Me and my mom to the movie theater. Girls trip. We're like, girls trip. Let's go girls trip. What about... <laughs> Wouldn't it be so crazy? That'd be such a fun relationship with my mom. If me and my mom were like that. We're just like, let's do this girls trip, baby. <laughs> I don't know why. That'd be fun, though. No. Me and my mom do have a, a good relationship, I think. Just because we spend... We, like, we spend a lot of time together. Like, we, we always... Whenever I'm home, I'm always good at doing activities with my mom. Like, I'll just go... I'll just go to Target. Like, I'll just go, like, Target and Costco. Just go run errands with her. Go for a walk every morning. Go to Starbucks. You know, the usual... I was going to say walk the dog, but it's, it's been like two years. God, that's those, the weird things. The weird things, time time plays tricks on you. When you just forget that... Athena! <laughs> Athena! No, I just start crying. No, but... You forget that your doggy dad. It's not sad, though. Just because you know... That's the thing about getting a dog it's now I know that's what you gotta know that's what you gotta realize when you're getting a dog all you people out there who just got a puppy is uh, that dog's gonna die someday <laughs> hopefully if everything works out about 15 years from now you're gonna <clears throat> wake up and that dog's gonna be dead on your kitchen floor <laughs> excuse me that's what that's what happened with Athena though. I mean, that's like the good way to go though. I mean, that's be- that's definitely better than like dying in her sleep is better than you don't want to watch her die. That'd be horrible. Just like with anything, with anyone, right? Isn't yeah, that's the most peaceful way. That's the way that anybody wants to go. At they want to go at you want to make it to 97 years old or triple dige you want to make that push that triple dige be the the Wilt Chamberlain of age <laughs> you know get that triple digit get that triple dig. that's what my grandpa said my grand last time I was hanging out with my grandpa God, that's something I really want to do this summer which that's why I'm hoping this whole vi- virus, I hope this all blows over and then I can go to Montana and go stay at my grandpa's for a couple weeks. Go hang out with my grandpa. That'd be fun. And my and my cousins, all my, my whole mom's side of the family that lives there over in Great Falls. Montana. But yeah, that's what my grandpa was saying. Because he's... Grandpa is 83, but he's saying, he's like, I'm going to make 100. That's what he, that's what he always says. He's like, I'm going to make it to 100. <laughs> but that's like, that's a good old person goal. I like old person goals. You know, never stop having goals. That's a good way to live your life. Just 
always have goals. You know, that's a good way to end it. Let's just end it. That's that's such a heartwarming way to end it. You know, always have goals. Just no matter what, no matter how old you get, <laughs> doesn't matter. You can always have goals. Make it your goal to live it to one hundo at the age of eighty three. Because eighty three is already a solid run. Because you're already you're past the age expectancy. So you're doing well. So let's just end it on that. <laughs> but my grandpa's health, I mean, my grandpa's, and once again, knock on, <laughs> knock on wood, don't want that Rona to infect Montana. But <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not even funny because old people do. I don't know, old people just die, though. That's what happens. Once again, I was going to say old people die from, from the Rona, but old people just die in general. Like, that's actually just what nature is. You know, it's actually kind of just how the world works, all right? <laughs> and and you're doing pretty good. If you made it into your 80s, you made it into your 80s. Think of 80s. That's 55 years from now for me. That's that's 55 more years, all right? <laughs> that's It's basically me plus my mom. Me plus my mom is my grandpa. So, my age, I mean. Right? Yeah. Me plus mom. Me plus mom. <laughs> but that's just, that gives you appreciation. Because, just for how long life might be. I don't know. But as long, some people are like, I don't want to live that long. <laughs> I never understand those people. Alright, let's wrap it up. But I don't understand, I mean, some people are just, obviously, just, I don't know. Some people just don't want to... What is it? How do I put this lightly? <laughs> Some people's... I think people can't really control their temperament. Like I was just talking about dog... My, my doggy Athena earlier. And she was always the friendliest dog. Like she would just lick people's hands. She would never bite anyone. She would always let you pet her. And give her belly rubs. And lick people. And... Just always nice to strangers. It's funny how it's funny how when you describe a nice dog is totally different than how you would want is totally different than how you would want your kid to be. Because <laughs> you would never you would never want to be like, yeah, my kid is so great. Man, he's he's so nice to strangers. He's always licking strangers. <laughs> That's so funny. That's funny. My kid's so great. He's always licking strangers. He's always he's just poops in public. <laughs> he's just he's a, he's a good kid though. He poops on the grass. He doesn't poop in the sidewalk. So I mean, at least he doesn't poop in the sidewalk. At least he doesn't poop on my neighbor's driveway. So <laughs> that's that's one th that's one thing that's good. I mean, all right. That's the end of that bit. But yeah, I was gonna say, I was just gonna say that people are like dogs. Because all people have different temperaments. And just like dogs can't control it, I, people can't control their temperament. Because it's just kind of, it's kind of how you wake up in the morning. Like, what do you think when you wake up in the morning? I think that's kind of, that's like the most honest version of yourself is, do you, yeah, what do you think when you wake up in the morning? Like, are you excited? 
Because I get excited sometimes for no reason. I don't know why. Why would you get excited when you wake up in the morning? Or thankful. Sometimes I'm thankful. Or, yeah, just all those. I want to create. I want to make stuff. I want to consume. Like, I want to consume content that I enjoy. I want to laugh. Like, I love just laughing. I want to laugh. Who said, oh, yeah, this was Jimmy V. All right, let's end it. Let's wrap it up on this. Jimmy Valvano, Jimmy V. He said, every day you should laugh. You should laugh. You should think. And you should cry. You should be moved to tears. So, and then he's, he's like, that's a good day. That's a, that's a full day. God, if you guys haven't, if you guys want to get some goosebumps, get some quarantine goosebumps. <laughs> Ooh, God, I'm, I have goosebumps right now just thinking about that. And I wasn't, it's weird. It's weird when you, you almost, you feel it, even though I wasn't around. I wasn't alive when that happened, but I, I still can feel it. Like it, like I can relate to it. Like it, it feels like I was there. Because that, it's not like it was happening in ancient times. What, that Jimmy V thing? What was that? It was like 82, maybe. But it's weird how, yeah, it's just, watch that speech. God, watch that speech. Some good speeches. We'll talk, I'll write that down. I'm going to write that down. Best speeches. That's something, that'll be a good topic for next episode. I have so many things to get to. But let's just end it right there. All right. All right. Be well. Be good. Stretch. Keep stretching. Stay limber. Stay exercised. Mind and body. Be good. Be good to yourself. Be nice to people. Smile. And see ya. Ciao. Bang. That's such a weird hair. <laughs> I'm like, let me read. <laughs> All right. It's over. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.